What's up, guys, and welcome back to another UFC Quick Picks here on the Mayo Media Network. My name is Brett Apley from DailyFanMMA.com, and I'm going to give you my favorite cash game play, tournament play, salary play, and my fade of the week for DraftKings. We have UFC Vegas 35 this weekend, which is Edson Barbosa versus Giga Chikatse in the main event. Should be a good time. 12 fights on the slate in total and before i get into them again make sure you're subscribed here to the channel so much great content coming out throughout the week including the dogger pass podcast paul shaughnessy cody saftik that has already dropped we're here for the quick picks uh like the video and comment below who your favorite DraftKings play of the week is and more specifically i'm really curious who you're paying up for in the top end there's a there's a few fighters at least who are very capable this week i'm going to talk about one for my cash game play but a lot of decisions we have to make and without further ado let's jump into my cash game play of the week which is going to be andre petrosky at 9.2k so unlike last week there are some really strong options in the top range we have Mahmoud Muradov who is minus 700 to win Petrosky is minus 600 to win JJ Aldrich is minus 425 and Mana Martinez is minus 280 not as strong but he has some good metrics as well so you're gonna have to make your decisions here um, and I do think paying up into this range in cash games is the correct call. These fighters are just very, very likely to win and very, very likely to win inside the distance. That is safety and upside uh, personified. And I am rolling with Petrosky here in cash games at 9.2K. You can make the case for Muradov as the best play on this slate. Though Muradov is going to want to keep the fight at range, and he's going to want to outstrike Mearshart, and he does have a strong chance at winning inside the distance, Muradov at uh, minus 150. So that's like an incredible metric, minus 150. But Petrovsky is minus 600 to win and minus 250 to win inside the distance, which is an implied percentage north of 70%. And Petrovsky's coming off the Ultimate Fighter show. This is the Ultimate Fighter finale. He's not in the finale. He actually lost to Brian Battle. And he doesn't pass the eye test, quite honestly. I I have some concerns about cardio. I have some concerns about striking. So this is not like, I think Muradov's a better fighter than Petrosky, but Petrosky is kind of getting fed this opponent, Michael Gilmore, who was also on the Ultimate Fighter, and he was submitted in like a minute um, on the show, and he's also 6-3 and three professionally, and his other three losses outside of the show were all submission losses in round one, round one, and round two. And, and Petrovsky is decent. Petrovsky is a good wrestler and grappler. He's going to go after Gilmore. He's going to try and land takedowns. He's going to try and advance position, get on top, and probably get a submission or ground and pound finish. And it just the quality of competition is really, really low here. That's why Petrovsky is such a big favorite, not because Petrovsky some incredible talent in this division. And ultimately, I'm rolling with the numbers. So Petrovsky's minus 600 to win. That's a massive line. And minus 250 to win inside the distance. He has a very, very, very high ceiling on this slate. Minus 
110 on some books to win in round one. And it's going to come most likely from grappling, which just scores so well. So that's kind of why I prefer him a little bit over Muradov if I'm forced to pick one. Muradov's more striking, which means he's going to need a bigger finish to uh, reach that upside, whereas Petrovsky can still land takedowns, control, non-significant strikes, etc. So he's a bit higher floor and higher upside in that sense. Also, the metrics rate up better for him. So great range at the top tier this week. Petrovsky is going to be my cash game play of the week at 9.2K. Moving on to my tournament play of the week, it's going to be Kevin Lee at 8.5K. And I don't particularly trust Kevin Lee. I've backed him throughout like most of his professional career, but he has some obvious flaws and that one of them being that the strength of his game is, you know, grapple heavy, but he tends to slow down and wear down and that has cost him losses. And he also isn't the the most durable fighter in the world. He's lost 3 of his last 4 fights. Um, he's lost four of his last six fights, but they've come against Tony Ferguson for the title, Ally Quinta in five rounds, Dos Anjos in five rounds, and the current champion, Charles Oliveira. And his wins were a dominant, dominant uh, finish over Edson Barbosa and a knockout over Gregor Gillespie. So I still believe in this guy's potential. It's just... He's not the most trustworthy fighter in the world, but that's why he's only in the minus 150 range against Daniel Rodriguez. And Rodriguez is going to want to keep this fight standing and outbox Kevin Lee and knock him out. And I think that's I think that's legitimately possible. And I like this fight as a whole for tournaments. I see it playing out at a very high pace. Um, Lee's probably going to want to wrestle here. And Rodriguez, although he defends well on paper, 83%. He gave up two takedowns to Mike Perry and got his back taken there and gave up like three minutes of control time. Also got taken down by Tim Means. Um, Kevin Lee's an actually good wrestler, and I think his path to victory is wrestling in this spot, which, as we know on DraftKings, scores very well on 8.5K. is not a bad price tag to pay. So is Lee safe? Not really. I could see him getting knocked out. But in a win, I think we're going to see takedowns, control, and potentially a submission from Lee at 8.5K, which gives him a lot of upside. He's plus 215 to win inside the distance, which is not a bad number. There's a lot of great options on this card in general. And if you can pay up, then yeah, pay up. But when I'm looking more in the mid-range, I'm going to be eyeing this Rodriguez-Lee fight a lot. I think it's going to take place at a very high pace. I like the grappling upside of Lee against a fighter who hasn't been fully tested on the mat in Rodriguez, and that's going to make him my tournament play of the week there at 8.5K. Moving on to my salary play of the week. It's going to be Brady Highstand at 7.5K. Highstand is in the finale of the bantamweight division championship for the ultimate fighter against Ricky Tercios and he's an underdog here at plus 135 I think that's fine I mean I, I definitely think Tercios is scrappy Tercios probably has a striking advantage and Highstand is very very young he's only like 22 let me double check 22 years old so I, I don't think he's extremely likely to win you know I wouldn't I don't think this line should be flipped or anything uh, he definitely has flaws but He's a, a generally a grappling-dependent fighter, a strong wrestler with good jiu-jitsu, 
Um, two wins by knockout, two wins by submission in his professional career at 5-1. and one. And he had some good fights on the show. Um, I think he'll have a wrestling advantage here. As mentioned, Tercios is going to want to keep this fight on the feet and outbox uh, high stand. And high stand is going to want to come in close, get in the pocket, take him down, hold him down, take his back, and get a submission. I don't know that the submission is super viable. High stand's only plus 395 inside the distance. But if you tell me high stand wins this fight, I think it comes from takedowns. I think it comes from control. And that scores very well on DraftKings. And he's only 7.5K. And that's a bit of a value still at plus 130, plus 135, depending on where you look for high stand to win. There's not a lot of like underdogs that I love on this slate. Talking about the big, big favorites on the card, that kind of takes away the bottom tier on DraftKings this week. They're just massive, massive underdogs. So I'm kind of focusing a little bit more on... on mid-range type constructions especially with my underdogs and high stand is just he's a solid salary saver there at 7.5k that can afford you some big guns and he has upside himself to win with grappling against an opponent in tercios who who is good on the ground in terms of his jiu-jitsu but gave up several takedowns on the ultimate fighter just isn't as physical um and is willing to play guard so i definitely think we're going to see some grappling out of high stand, and that is his best path to victory, which gives him a solid floor and ceiling in a victory. 7.5K for high stand. He's my salary play of the week. And last but not least, my fade of the week is going to be JJ Aldrich up at 9.1K. She simply does not fit in with the rest of the group there, although she is a big favorite at minus 425 against Vanessa Demopoulos. And Demopoulos isn't a like talented fighter at at all according to my eye she maybe will prove me wrong but i don't think this line is like out of question it's just that when you compare aldrich to the top tier we already talked about petrovsky having north of a 70 percent inside distance line muradov's very strong inside distance line mana martinez great inside distance line dicharico very strong play and and down and down we go so you're going to need a big score out of Aldrich at that price for her to even be remotely competitive for the optimal lineup, which the only reason to consider here, here consider her here, I think is because of her ownership. It could be very, very low. And, she, and she's not like she is capable of dominating this fight. It's just she's won one, two, three, four, five times in the UFC and scored 69, 63, 59, 69, and 81. And like, even if she gets 90 points, even if she gets 100 points, I, I still think she probably misses on the optimal lineup. I'm just expecting some big scores in the top end this week. So um, Aldridge, yes, yeah, she's minus 425 to win, but she is plus 350 to win inside the distance, which is very, very, very poor. So in a decision... I just don't think Aldrich has enough firepower to get there. She's way too expensive for my liking, and she's going to be my fade of the week. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this week's UFC Quick Picks. Thank you so much for the support. As always, make sure to follow me on Twitter, Brett Appley, double T, double P, dailyfanmma.com for all your DraftKings breakdowns needs. We got all the breakdowns live currently, rankings, projections, lots of betting content this week. It's going to be a fun card. As always, thanks to Pat and the team for having us on the channel. Make sure you subscribe here and like the content as always, and let me know who your favorite play is in the top end this week. Take care, guys. Best of luck, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Peace.